Welcome to Helpful Goat Presents, a games and gaming podcast. Just a heads up, this podcast might very well contain adult situations and language. So if you're a child, or if you just don't like that kind of thing, please plug your ears now. Uh, but also, keep listening. Life is a paradox. Enjoy! Alright, well folks, you wake up in your own place the next morning. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, well, Lissandra would uh, be um, sort of quick off the mark to start uh, getting the uh, the guilds on board that we'd need. Um, sort of uh, listing out the people we'd need to talk Excellent. to. Um, just because uh, that's, that's what you do, so... Beautiful. All right, so you're working on that. Uh, would Squirm have a sense of where was it Maxine who like pulls the drays? Where, yeah. where that might be? Um, not exactly. You can start to kind of ask around, maybe Trollskull Alley, uh, if they know anyone by the name of Maxine or. Yeah, I might do that a little bit, and I feel like Squirm is also probably uh, helping with uh, some of like the menu mm-hmm. setup and stuff. Excellent. All right. So yeah, probably probably divided between those two things, like trying to run cool. down a little bit of information, and uh, he'd probably be trying to do that relatively subtly. Okay. Um, yeah, give me a charisma check then, Squirm. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's, you're asking that's not around. good. Workable. Not bad. All right. With a 14 charisma check. Um, yeah, you're kind of wandering around, uh, getting to know some of the neighbors um, in Trollskull Alley. Um, you'll see that there are uh, different areas, um, different buildings that are labeled Bookworm's Treasure, The Tiger's Eye, Coraline's Crown, Steam and Steel, Emmett's Place, The Bent Nail, Sewer Access. <laughs> sewer Access. Uh, and you, you, yeah, are kind of, kind of wandering around just a bit. Uh, when someone kind of looks nice, you spark up a conversation. You sort of mention um, that you're looking for um, someone that might have information named Maxine who pulls the drays and um, uh, an interesting fellow by the name of Vincent Trench uh, very quickly says, oh, uh, the do- Docks Ward. Uh, sometimes the Docks Ward. Uh, Castle Ward. One of those two. I think I think you'll find Maxine. Uh, Squirm's going to throw. Ah, uh, thank you. Uh, tell you what, when we get the tavern up and running, your first drink is on Squirm. Oh, hey, thank you for that. Squirm's going to sort of nod and like, eh, any interesting information that you hear can turn into more free drinks in the future. I'll remember that. And uh, by the way, I run Tiger's Eye. I'm a private detective, so if you need any information now and then, I'm generally a good source. <laughs> Squirm's going to kind of smile. Well, Vincent, I think this is the start of a long, beautiful spate of drunkenness for you. Agreed. All right. 
Uh, Squirm, would, it, would you want to try to head to the one of those wards and start asking around? Um, I might, yeah. Okay. If uh, stuff if stuff at the tavern seemed to be progressing pretty well, I would. Yeah, Finnegan and Lissandra basically have kind of the the initial startup guild stuff acquired. Um, Randall has already helped with some of the repairs and bringing in some furniture. I um, I will say that Lissandra yeah. during this uh, time probably actually would have uh, pulled Silver aside, sort of saying, hey, "Come help me with hang this stuff, Silver." Silver um, was sleeping in. Uh, <laughs> the moment you came downstairs, then so she's probably in the middle of guild stuff, and she would have um, asked you to speak with her. So just bear that in mind. So okay, he'll he'll roll out of bed around noon. And uh, and wander down, I suppose. All right. Okay, so yeah, Lissandra, are you in like bed clothes? Yeah, I haven't gotten dressed yet. Uh, so Lissandra will probably look up from the multitude of parchments and lists that she's working on, um, and sort of beckon you over. Oh, and... it's good to have my own bed. I slept like a baby. How did you sleep, Lissandra? Uh, well, outside of, you know, the fact that it's a haunted manor and there are a good many people who seem to be interested in ways which, in which I am unsure in this place, as good as could be expected. So, Silva, you talked to your commanding officer, yes? Yes, I spoke with Jalister Silvermane at the Yawning Portal, and I can tell you... He was a total dick. <laughs> that seems to be a commonality in all of your social interactions. I'm sure it's just that everyone else is the <clears throat> dick. Um, at any point, um, I, I do know that they are rather strict about um, compliance with their, uh, well, I say requests, but really they are orders. I do know that... Um, it is quite important that you maintain rank, given your personal relationship with our dear open lord of Waterdeep now. You wouldn't want to disappoint anybody, would you? And she'll sort of raise her eyebrows. Right, right, Lissandra. Point taken. I will go get dressed in my clothes and armor right now. Take that scroll case with the orders to protect the dung keepers in the docks district, and I will take care of that task today. Today starts a new life for Sylvan Aran, a Sylvan Aran who lives on his own and independently of his mother and gets things done. Ha ha! And he'll pull his sword out from his pajamas uh. and stick it in the air. I feel like Squirm was just coming back in from this interaction with Vincent. He yeah. sees this. That's gotta be a hazard. To transformation! And Silver will dash up the stairs to get dressed. Uh, right. she, will, she will send um, uh, Nixa, and she's going to say, Nixa's going to uh, keep an eye on you and make sure that should you need anything from me, I will certainly be within earshot uh, and you'll have a flying snake follow you up the stairs so, so wait did did sparkles run up the stairs with a drawn blade yes yeah. charging up the stairs cool i can't help but think 
<laughs> arsenic and old lady. I, I, well, and also of this dilapidated manner, I'm more thinking about the risk of accidental impalement. <laughs> Squirm's just like, yeah, no, that's definitely a hazard. Anyway, cut to Silver speaking to the Dung's Keeper in uh, uh, the Dung's Keeper quartermaster um, of this area uh, and wrapping up a conversation and handing over just a tiny bit of uh, gold. Yeah, I was going to say that while um, Silver was talking to Lissandra, he he might have gotten a look at some of the paperwork in front of her and he would have seen like the list of guilds and stuff and he would have seen the... Mm-hmm the name of the the contact for the dung's keepers the dung keepers guild yeah, um, and so that's where he headed and he um had a little interaction with her excellent in the area and he feels he feels like he's accomplished something today <laughs> without stepping foot in the docks <laughs> district in the slightest <laughs> all right squirm uh heading to the castle uh, ward or the docks ward um why don't you give me an intelligence roll please I also probably would have checked to see if uh, Rive wanted to come with me. Um, yeah, she's super not interested unless you give her a reason. She's not interested. That's fine. Okay. Eight. Excellent. Um, so you spend an hour kind of asking around about someone named Maxine, and no one seems to have any idea what you're talking about uh, over here. Um, so you kind of maybe head down to the docks ward. Uh, go ahead and... Given that I was going by the yawning portal, I also might check there, specifically. Okay. Since they know me. Yeah, they know you. They actually might be a little bit more inclined for information. So give me another intelligence check with advantage. 20. Oh, now you see what the mistake was here. Maxine is a horse. There's a, there's a horse that is pulling the drays. That makes more sense. You're looking for a horse named Maxine. Squirm is going to sort of yeah, stop at this information. <laughs> pull a bottle out from his shirt. Take a pull. Uh, fucking Harpers. <laughs> Excellent. So continuing to look for now the horse Maxine yes uh, which it's not too long then uh, you you find the horse Maxine kind of making her making her rounds um, and you wait until the driver uh, is ushering someone inside uh, and you are now alone in the street with the horse that you believe to be Maxine uh, I'm almost sort of picturing like sort of from an from a if they were ushering them into a building, Squirm is kind mm-hmm. of around the corner of the building. Sure. Maxine? Yeah. Who's talking? <laughs> Who's talking? Down here. Oh. Squirm's ah. down here. Hey there, little guy. Uh, he- hello. Uh, Mert sent me. Oh yeah, Mert! I love that guy. He pay, he tips he tips really well. He tips in carrots sometimes. <laughs> I love that guy. Uh, oh, so you probably want to know about the Zents, huh? Yeah, um, that that was sort of the 
mission? Yeah, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if I saw any uh, Zents around here. And she kind of winks at you. <laughs> um, Wait, is, give me a yeah. Give me a charisma check. And if is there a, is there a produce stand right by here? <laughs> there is a produce stand, and this charisma check will depend on maybe what you give her. I was gonna say I'm gonna walk over. Do, are they selling carrots? There are some carrots for sale. Yeah, just a copper piece. Are there apples? There are some apples. At All right, two copper. I'm gonna spend three copper to get a carrot and an apple. All right. Walk back over. Uh, perhaps if you had the appropriate uh, nourishment, your brain would remember where you saw some zents. Uh, go ahead and give me a charisma check. Hmm. Four. <laughs> what all do you feed her? Uh, I'm going to offer her both slash either of the uh, the carrot and the apple. Mm, she takes a, a bite of the apple and then kind of sniffs the carrot, takes a bite of the carrot, kind of goes back to the apple. This is taking a second uh, and then her her trainer is coming back out uh, and she says, mm, yeah. Yeah, I think I, uh, yeah, I think I saw it. I remember now. I remember now. And she eats the rest of the carrot. Yeah, yeah. There was, uh, I gave a ride to a, a sun elf, uh, and his half-orc bodyguard about two days ago. All right. So I picked him up in the intersection, uh, and I dropped him off at the yawning portal. All right. They talked about hiring spies to root out Xanathar guild hideouts in the city. Okay. That good? Any idea where they might be now? Oh, I don't know. I, I kind of picked them up uh, kind of more down south in the docks district. Uh, so anywhere between here and there and back again. So down south. This, the, the trainer is starting to kind of shoo her along. Okay, Maxine, that's enough for today. We're talking to the tiny dragon thing. We ought to go. Um, I'll sort of toss the last of the apple up to All her. Right. Then she uh, winks back at you. And I guess if was dropped at the yawning portal and was a sun elf and a half orc, I'll probably go and ask the bartender there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so Dernan, yeah, sees you come back in and stuff and you ask him if you've, he's seen these two and he goes, yeah, yeah, you have too, actually. Uh, Yagra, Stonefist, that half-orc they, the, got into the scrap the other day. Uh, she comes in here a lot with a sun elf. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. When was the last time you saw them? Oh, it's, uh, it's been a couple days. Uh, they're coming in. They're kind of asking around. It's been a couple days, and they've been coming in regularly? Uh, generally, yeah, like every four or five days. So given that, I'll probably head back out and uh, plan to come back in a couple days then. Okay. So the next time, it yeah. would be the four or five days. Sounds good. I mean, you think you technically have enough information to tell him oh that's true i would know that they because they didn't they didn't want to know where they were based just where they were around 
Right. Yeah, he was doing. mostly just wondering what did Maxine know, it sounds like. Um, okay. But, you know, you could always gain points or something if you tried to go the extra mile. It's up to you. Um, I think that, that actually, given that, I'll probably just head back um, right. and then write a message on the back of the bird. Paper bird. All right. It yeah. folds itself back again. Um, and it kind of looks at you like it needs instructions on where to go. Mert. It takes off in the air and flies out the window. Squirm, you now have one renown in the Harpers. As you get back to Trollscale Alley, you see Randall and another, um, like a couple older guys pushing a piano up the stairs into Trollskull Alley, the tavern. Squirm is just... <sighs> and Silver, yes, that is correct, by the way, what you messaged me. Um, how much had to come out of my it, it wasn't out of your own, yeah. Okay, so I didn't have yep. to. Okay, yep, gotcha. you're good with that. You should keep in mind, too, uh, Nixa has been sort of flapping behind you sort of throughout all of your travels. So, yeah, Silver's been mildly annoyed by Nixa, but um, there's not much he can do about it, I guess. Yeah, to Lissandra, you saw a bit of initiative that Silver was also meeting one of the guild representatives uh, and was talking to him a little bit. That was nice. Yes, Perhaps indeed. he's turning over a new leaf. I mean, she would have attempted to be close enough to hear so uh, what was being said as well. She's unable to communicate to you what she hears, though. Uh, telepathic. But, yes. Uh, if, you, if you were within 100 feet of her, you could have jumped into her telepathically. Yeah, but I can still... Um, she can still telepathically communicate with me, can't she? You can talk to her, yes. She doesn't have a language for you, though. Okay. Ma'am. <laughs> so, yeah, so when Nixa comes back that night, she kind of shakes her head <laughs> like he didn't do well, but it's difficult to kind of see exactly what uh, what was meant by that. Oh, well, Lissandra kind of understood uh, Indeed. that that was going to be our first foray. But yes, um, she will be talking to Silver um, when he returns to Soulskull <laughs> Alley. All right. Um, excellent. So uh, a few days go by. Um, uh, what are what are kind of all of you doing? Uh, is there someone heading up the sort of repair? Um, now that you've gotten the money from Raynar uh, and each of you have signed the paperwork to make him a part owner of the tavern business. Um, what is everyone kind of doing? Uh, it's going to be about 12 days before everything is fully functional in the tavern and decorated uh, the way you'd like it. I was going to say that um, Squirm would probably have talked with everyone and said that maybe we should go with sort of a spooky haunted tavern aesthetic. Try to draw the indolent nobles in. Lathandra is way on board with that. And then, and also we'll pointedly say so that the ghost feels more at home. Um, and uh, given if there was sort of consensus, at least from Lysandra, 
Mm-hmm. On that, he'd probably leave sort of overseeing most of the guild interactions and like organizing the repairs to her and probably focus on the kitchen and the bar. And she would give him full reign of any um, anything he wanted, knowing his uh, actually uh, his, how shall we say, widely experienced tastes. <laughs> Sounds good. Amelia has been just like basically not coming downstairs except to occasionally eat. She doesn't seem to eat as often as other people do, or maybe she's doing it when people are asleep. Um, and she's just been trying to commune with the ghost. Because she's really convinced Excellent. this is the breakthrough she needs. Excellent. Uh, you're probably working on kind of a secret project, too, that'll be ready soon, I would imagine. Yes, if, if that Indeed. soon is coming soon, then yes, there's also sometimes strange noises and flashing lights from Amelia's room, kind of like when she was working on Silver's sword. In, in that uh, sense of if there are, if that soon is coming soon, um, Squirm is also definitely sampling drinks quite regularly. All right. She seems to be getting quite adroit at navigating the entirety of the roof while having, you know, Excellent. sampled a lot. <laughs> All right. So the when Silver would have come back from that sort of first day, uh, Lathandra probably would have been waiting for him uh, up at the um, tavern, uh, sitting alone at the table, sort of writing a letter, um, waiting for him to walk in. If that's uh, kind of like he, if he came back late, did he? Yeah, on that first day, he ought, he probably would have felt so good about um, what he accomplished at the, the Dung Sweeper Guild Master's office that he, he, he would have ridden that momentum and he would have actually gone to the uh, the home of the Growlhound family, Andy, and would have just okay. kind of hung out around there a little bit, kind of walked back and forth and like kind of just trying to keep an eye out for any dangerous uh, figures that are around because he, he, he heard a rumor from from Randall about some shady looking uh, servants the Grelhoon family okay give me um, are you trying to be stealthy about this or are you just kind of <laughs> hanging out eating cheese in front of their place <laughs> I'm just hanging out I'm like I'm on official Lord's Alliance business so I'm like decked out in my armor and I'm just kind of okay. patrolling the streets trying to make it seem like I belong there but I'm definitely keeping an eye specifically on on, on the Growlhund home. Um, give me either a stealth check or a charisma check to, like a charisma check to try to blend in with crowds and stuff and, and try not to be conspicuous. Yeah, I'll do a charisma check. And then give me a perception check. Ooh, 21 charisma. You feel that uh, no one would notice you any different than any other passerby. Uh, even in armor, there's plenty of guards and stuff around. And a 12 perception. perception. You you do see that there are there are some shady people that are kind of coming in and out of the estate that are trying to be somewhat sneaky about it. Um, and that's a little odd for you. Though you don't see any kind of weird, strange servant person that um, Randall might have mentioned. But there are some shady people coming in and out? Yeah. 
Yeah. I would Silver would have would follow um anybody like the most suspicious looking person or after a while of this happening and he's established a pattern, Silver would follow um the last person that he saw coming out of the house. Okay. Um okay. Give me give me how, okay, how are you going to follow this person, let's say? Um do you want to try to be stealthy and again remain in crowds uh, and just kind of follow them or are you trying to like hop along rooftops and follow them or <laughs> um, if I were bourbon I'd be hopping along rooftops <laughs> silver didn't um, do that I'm going to try to be stealthy and I'm at a disadvantage but I'll okay. do a stealth roll for you okay or were you saying that if I'm trying to blend into the crowd, that it could be another charisma? A, a charisma check? would be fine. Yeah. All right, I'll do a charisma check then. I, I'm okay. just trying to like look, just be normal right. and casual, but like yeah. you know, a certain distance behind. Excellent. A fifteen. 15. Okay. Um, you're kind of trailing behind them, and then every once in a while, they'll sort of they're they're being somewhat shady so they are definitely looking behind them to make sure they're not being followed and a couple times when they do this you very quickly whip around and start talking to the person next to you and <clears throat> and that sort of thing uh, you get a fairly good look at them um, but lose them fairly quickly like not they were heading sort of south and you, you lost them not two blocks from the villa what did they look like um, there were uh, a couple humans, uh, and then one half elf. Okay. Uh, and they were just kind of, they, they were wearing like leather armors. Uh, you, from the bulge in their cloaks, you could tell there was a few weapons in there that they were trying to hide. All right. Interesting. Um, and what was the name of the play that Silver saw the night before? Uh, it was it was Holland and Aluard. Nice. I only ask because the times that, that these suspicious figures looked behind and Silver like turned to somebody, that's what he would have been talking about. The so play, have you okay. seen Holland and Liverhard? Aluard. Aluard. Yes. Aluard. Yeah, all right. Excellent. All right. Yeah, and then so that after that little uh, apparently non-adventure, Silver would have returned to Trollskull Manor. Um, okay. So, Dia. Um, yes. Because I'm totally just a normal human, and all normal humans have a innate racial ability yeah. to speak with snakes. Um, sure. Would my uh, familiar be able to communicate any basic messages to me as to what he had been doing? Uh, actually, in that case, yes. Uh, since you do have a flying snake, are you still sort of following Silver around? So, if this had, uh, if this had sort of happened, um, like she, she, she would have had uh, Nixa trail him, especially all that first day. Um, yeah. Just because, um, I, I, the Lord's Alliance had given him a mission, and I'm assuming that they expect it to be done. Um, within a timely manner. So uh -huh. basically, would I be able to, uh, or would Lathandra be able to um, 
would he be able to divine that he uh, that Silver was not in the Doc's ward at all, and yes. Yes. that he was doing something not only that he shouldn't have been doing, but <laughs> that reflects on his character. Exactly. Yes, you would definitely get that he's he. The snake might just say he's kind of gallivanting around because the snake couldn't really discern what he's doing. Yes. But it doesn't really look like he's doing anything. All right. So um, as Silver is going to walk into the tavern, Lissandra will be sort of writing. Um, an, it looks like she's finishing a letter. And she'll look up and smile at Silver and say, Oh, Silver, uh, did we make progress today? And she'll uh, sort of look up at Silver. <laughs> Lissandra, it's a pleasure to see you. Yes, we made plenty of progress today. I've already spoken to the Dungsweeper Guildmaster and have made arrangements to complete my task assigned to me by the Lord's Alliance. I also investigated some suspicious-looking figures outside of the Grelhoon family's house. Have you heard about this? Apparently their new servant always is hooded and cloaked, but is apparently carrying around some secret metal armor underneath the cloak. Very suspicious. Anyway, how are things going on here? Oh, is that my piano? God damn it! Why would they send that here? Randall! <laughs> Randall! And I'm ringing the bell. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Pa- pa- pardon me. Uh, uh, we'll talk to Randall about the piano in a, in a moment. Um, so, I'm just finishing up a letter uh, to your mother, and she'll sort of hold up the uh, the parchment she's been writing on. I decided I would do periodic check-ins with her, and maybe you could read it over, and she's going to hand it to you. Okay, I will very slowly (laughs) take the letter. Okay. And um, so as you're reading the letter, Lissandra will sort of uh, comment um, crisply. It's exactly like the one I decided to send um, our open Lord of Waterdeep, although she's very busy. I expect one of her clerks will read it. Um, And your um, commanding officer as well at the Lord's Alliance. Uh, It's just updates about, you know, how you've been doing and your progress. As you're reading the letter, this letter is very, very, um, how should we say, erudite sounding. But she is describing your penis antics in the theater <laughs> and um, the, um, uh, your inability to distinguish yes between a sword and a phallus is simply fascinating. And it's a new sort of charm that she's never known in any noble. Um, she's in particular very pleased that your mother will be proud of this. Um, and so basically she's just going to the letter uh, details. All of Silver's actions truthfully but not flatteringly and silver picks up on the not flattering aspect right it's not like oh no this is so over the top like i mean she's writing your mother about your dick jokes yeah (laughs) yeah silver will uh as he's reading it his his kind of glowing proud face will uh, gradually turn into a very serious frown and then he'll look up at you and he'll say Sandra this is the funniest letter I've ever read please send it to my mother she will love this <laughs> and you see Lissandra's world come crashing down. 
for she had no intention of sending it to your mother because, well, to be fair, <laughs> that woman scares her. Um, but that's awesome. Oh my god! <laughs> There's a, a knock at the door as well. Randall, is that you? No, dearie, I'm not Randall. Ugh. Silver ignores that. He's going to pull out the Lord's Alliance missive that he has. So, Andy. Um, yes. Is there Has there been any... So, I know that I probably can't get the signature on this assignment scroll until 10 days have passed, probably? Normally. Yes. Oh, but... Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> yes, okay. Never okay. mind. I <laughs> Silver goes to the door. <laughs> All right. Uh, you, op- you open the door, and there's a husky gnome woman uh, there with big red cheeks. Uh, and she says, Greetings. I am Binny Mater. I'm the pet master of the North Ward. She hops down off of the front stoop to her cart, uh, that is pulled by two fairly large white horses and she flips up the tarp that's on the back of it and you just see cage after cage of of sort of squawking and 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 chirping and 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 panting animals would you like a pet dearie oh a pet my silver's face will will brighten and he'll turn to Lysandra with this huge smile on his face. Maybe I will get a pet. I have my own place now, and Mother can't tell me that I'm not allowed to have one. Oh, 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 oh! Are you really capable of caring for another living thing, Silver? Like, look deep in yourself. Silver didn't hear that. He's looking at the animals. Yeah, he's already looking. <laughs> From under the bar where he's repairing something, you just hear Squirm. You know the answer to that. <sighs> So I put this in everyone's um, handouts real quick. You can see the pet master Binny Mater uh, and her the animals that she has. She has a snow owl, a black owl, a silver cat who's, that's actually silver, a falcon, several dogs and cats of various breeds, a squirrel, a ferret, and a dire badger that looks really mean and it's chewing on the edge of the cage right now. Does... Uh, um Silver feel any particular connection with the silver cat? Uh, perhaps a bit. It does seem a bit aloof and a bit tired of the world around it. It's bored. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, dearie, dearie, I see that uh, these aren't particularly your cup of tea. Is that, am I getting that sense? I don't know. Oh, I see, I see. And she flips the tarp back onto the cart. Uh, She taps the side of her cart a few times. Well then, dearie, how about these? And she flips off the tarp again. There are almost the same number of cages, but totally different animals now. (gasps) That was amazing. I know, right? So now you see a tiny baby displacer beast... Uh, that's climbing upside down on the edge of the cage. You see two pseudo-dragons, which are tiny dragons, green and amethyst. You see uh, a tiny gargoyle, a giant toad, four goldfish-like creatures that are floating in air, not water, 
uh, an albino raven, a blue fox, a brass owl, a colorblind chameleon. Yes, let me say that one more time. A colorblind chameleon and a tiny rock elemental. And uh, Squirm, Lissandra, and and uh, Amelia, you would have seen this cart pull up and do this as well. And looking out the windows, you would have seen all these enjoyable animals, if anyone wants them. Um, She'll come down to see if there's anything interesting to her. Okay. How, how does, does this... How does the pseudo dragon, the green pseudo dragon, especially seem around Squirm? It doesn't seem to like you. It's kind of looking at you like it should know you because you're about the same size as it. <laughs> um, speaking of, and then uh, with the dire badger, yes, as it's as it's chewing on the cage, <laughs> Squirm's gonna look at it and sort of hold his finger out at it. Tries to bite it. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm leaving it close enough. Oh, it nibbles. Yeah, then it bites on it. Uh, Squirm's its, it's teeth are sharp, but it does not quite doing damage to you. Squirm's gonna sort of put his face very close. Squirm likes you. <laughs> You've got the right spirit. Oh, you like that one, dearie? Yeah, are it, it's it's in sort of a cage. It is. Yeah. Um his other hand, Squirm's just going to sort of grab one of its paws and chomp down on it, one of its toes. Like, bite it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it sort of squeals and, and draws back and then <laughs> starts chewing on the cage, trying to get at you. Do, do you think we can come to an understanding? It, it stops chewing on the cage and just kind of looks at you. You can give me an animal handling check. Uh, two, 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 nineteen. Uh, a nineteen, yeah. Biting on it kind of made it respect you a little bit more. You think? So I was so so. Scorm's gonna sort of like again get his his face is relatively close to the cage as it's looking calmer. So we understand. Squirm bites. Squirm is not bitten. I'm going to point at uh, Sparkles, who I'm assuming is ooing and aahing over some other animal. Probably. That is bitten. It starts biting the cage. Do we have an understanding? It it sticks its paw out of the cage. Squirm will shake its paw. Okay. What's the cutest animal? What's the most elegant looking animal? Um give me an animal handling check to see to see what you think. A 13. I mean the tiny displacer beast is oh, really cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just so cute. Super cute. It's super tiny. It's it's a baby. It's it's it was just born probably just not not six weeks ago. In a dimension totally separate from this one, <laughs> where time isn't a thing. It's a it's basically a, a cat with six legs, uh, purple fur, 
uh, and two tentacles. And it also blinks through time occasionally. <laughs> Everyone's watching. Um, yeah, does Silver feel like uh, a connection with the Displacer Beast when he le- kneels down next to it? Not particularly. <sighs> How about... When you sigh, uh, so does the tiny gargoyle. It also goes... <sighs> oh, God. No, not another one. <laughs> All right, Silver will go over to the tiny gargoyle. It's like got its arms crossed and it's like sitting in its cage and it turns its back on you. Ah! Now it sticks its stone tongue out at you. Hey, I'll have you know, tiny gargoyle, I'm Silver Naran of the House Naran. Nobody makes that sound at me with that tongue. It stands up on its legs going, Rude. <laughs> um. How much? How much for the silver cat? <laughs> um, fifteen gold. And for the dire badger, twelve silver. He's bitten my friends. They don't like him. Did your friends deserve the biting? Probably. But he's yours now if you want him. Then that doesn't seem to be his problem, does it? Squirm will give her the, uh... uh, We'll give her the money. All right. You now have a dire badger in a cage. So incidentally, how big is the dire badger? It is about as big as you. Excellent. It's it's got kind of red uh, stripes of fur. Um... And its teeth are much, much bigger. Uh, and it's got kind of claws on its front that uh, look a lot sharper than a normal badger. Squirm is going to name you Chompers. <laughs> I'll take the silver cat. And do you happen to have any cat food that I could buy off of you also? Oh, yes. Another two silver. Done and done. And silver will walk over to the cat and lean down or kneel down next to it and he'll say I think I'll call you silver with an E because you're (laughs) silver clever it sort of rolls its eyes a little bit at you as as I'm getting there and actually I probably would have bought some uh, supplies for it for uh, for chompers okay yep another two silver you said um, but sort of like at the door, a squirm is carrying in this cage and the supplies. Are you naming it silver with an E or just silver spelled with an E? Silver rolls his eyes at squirm. I'm naming it silver with an E. And he'll pick up the cat and walk upstairs. Okay. As he's walking through, Squirm is very deliberately going to raise Chomper's cage to get near uh, Silver's hand. Okay, yeah. Ah. That's right. That's it. Soon. Stay away. 
Keep your little beast away from me and away from Silver with an E. Hmm. I'm going to point at the cat. Not for biting. Point at Sparkles. Definitely for biting. So Amelia's been watching all of this with only mild interest, and now she's going to approach the woman selling animals. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Yes, dearie. Do you have anything dead or immortal? Dead or immortal? Oh, dear. I'm not that kind of pet master. Oh. Though just between you and me, I don't know if that tiny rock elemental ever ages. Can they feel pain? Yes. Mm, Yes, quite. Oh. Watch. She pokes it. And it goes, That's not a very kind thing to do. Would you like to buy him? Do you harm all your animals? Oh, just a little. Just a little. Where do you live? (laughs) (laughs) I might purchase an animal later. Oh, I'm the pet master of the North Ward. Benny Mater. I I live kind of across the street from the, the city watch. Great. Thank you. Do you lock your doors at night? Often, yes, but sometimes I've been drinking and I forget. <laughs> Where do you like to drink? Uh, well, that, not not too long ago, just a place opened up over there called Emmett's Place. It's got some booze in it. Sounds lovely. <laughs> oh, indeed. <laughs> Amelia's going to turn around and go back inside. Okay. Lysandra um, is kind of going to... Nick says sort of like nudging Lysandra and Lysandra seems annoyed and then she'll uh, turn to the pet master <sighs> how much for the squirrel uh, th- uh three silver uh, and uh Lysandra's gonna turn next it's rather expensive fine uh she'll uh pay three silver okay and uh is the squirrel in a cage or is it just free it is yeah and it's got a a, a black stripe down the back of it um does it seem like just a bog standard squirrel? Pretty much, yep. All right. Uh, so she, she will say, thank you, thank you. Um, and uh, yes, uh, do let us know if you have any, uh, uh, how shall we say, more interesting pets for sale. I always think it's fun to see the menagerie. Oh, indeed. I'll come back if I need it. Uh, and Lysandra will sort of say, by the way, we are about to open up our own fine establishment. You'd be more than welcome to drink here as well. We'll have booze and atmosphere. And she says this as she indicates the broken, terrifying tavern before her. Oh, brilliant. Oh, interesting. Well, good day to you. Thank you for buying the pet. Andy is so disappointed that did none of us bought one of the cool pets. Dire badgers are kind of cool. Oh, um, cool. I will. Yeah, cool. I will say the moment she's out the door, uh, Lysandra lets Nixa eat the squirrel. Ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is Squirm still downstairs? Uh, probably. Squirm, I found somebody yes. to be a research subject. I need help procuring them. (laughs) Of course. 
you're gonna uh you're gonna see squirm sort of stop and look down at the cage do you want to help procure research subjects chompers it nods at you scrapes its teeth up and down the iron bars (laughs) sharpening them somehow oh this is going to be so completely ethical Uh, so over the next uh, probably about eight or nine days then, uh, again, you can kind of feel free to do whatever you want, but the the work is being done. Carpenters, butchers, vinters, winemakers, uh, they're, um, brewers, they're all kind of making their way in and out of your tavern, uh, helping with renovations, giving suggestions. Um, you've paid all the guild fees. Um, uh, you're pretty much ready for kind of an opening night um, pretty soon. Um, but one kind of dark and stormy night, uh, there's a knock at the door. And who would be down in the tavern area, probably in the evening? Lathandra, definitely, probably doing okay. all the uh, ex- uh, projected expense reports, things like that. Squirm's probably down there as well in the evening because he'd be working like in the kitchen slash the bar doing final checks on stuff. Okay. I definitely want to be. I'd be up in my tower yeah. talking to the ghost and also, you know, plotting. And excellent. Um, and Silver? Silver might be idly sitting at the piano. Okay. But in the not corner. practicing. Excellent. He's kind of looking at it. You and your cat are sitting both staring at the piano quietly. Is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> have, have, I gotten, have I gotten chompers to the point where chompers can walk around with me and not be a massive danger to people outside of maybe silver? Give me another animal handling check. Eight and eight. Not yet. No, <laughs> he still wants to bite everything that comes near the cage, except for you at the moment. Um, but soon and you can let him out like in your room and stuff. Um, yeah, so probably in my side room. Like, I think yeah. I have two rooms. Kinda, and yeah. he, he sort of has the run of the side room, and I make sure he has plenty of things to chew on. Excellent. In fact, I would say that Silver is probably only at the piano because Silver with an E insists on being there. And Silver is following Silver with an E around, like, kind of deject, increasingly dejectedly over the course of the week. Um, okay, but but he feels like he has to because he's afraid that Chompers is going to eat Silver with an E. Excellent. So just kind of protecting the cat, but feeling kind of bored about it at this I point. I get it. Yeah, especially if Silver with an E continues to be like all aloof and shit. Right. Like if he's not being cute and like interested in Silver, then of course, yeah, Silver. And he's dead to Silver. <laughs> he's yeah. not dead to silver, but silver's getting bored and kind of grumpy. All right. Uh, so there's a knock at the door. Um, kind of soft. Uh, Lissandra, you kind of look out at the kind of stormy night uh, and see a cloaked figure standing at the door. Uh, Lissandra will um, sort of walk toward the door and uh, try to assess, like, is this figure like hunched, standing, tall, short, fat, hard to tell? Uh, fit. Uh, uh well built, somewhat tall. Uh, you human features you can kind of see underneath the cloak as you get closer. Um, 
Lysandra will sort of look around the bar and uh, sort of look at Squirm and then over to Silver and sort of uh, see if they're watching. If they don't do anything else, she's going to say, she'll she'll just open up and say, hello, what can we do for you? Uh, The cloaked figure removes its its hood uh, and you instantly, before you even recognize the person, which you do, you can tell that they're sad. And it's Jalister, Silvermane, Silver's superior officer. Oh yes, Lysandra knows. And he's um, holding holding a hat in his hand, and he says, "Miss Jagrin, I knew this. This I am, was coming. I am, I am so sorry. Uh, I don't know how to say this, but Silver Noran of the House Noran is dead." Lysandra will look <laughs> over and from, over. From behind the bar, you're going to hear... <laughs> Does Silver hear this uh, at the door or not? Yeah, probably, yeah, definitely. is uh, going to say, are you sure? Here, come in out of the rain. Um, oh, and she's yes, glancing quite a lot over at the corner. Uh, there's, as she's ushering the man in... A, like a glass is going to appear on the bar and some liquor is going to get poured into it by all means as the bearer of such <laughs> bad news help yourself <laughs> that's sweet thank you silver as you as you kind of turned around you, you kind of wonder wondering what to do but you just want to disappear at the uh, the piano behind you starts going dang, 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 dang. And you turn around and it just, there's a, 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 some image, you know, nothing there that's playing the piano and getting the attention <laughs> of this person. Okay, so I want, like, I was going to have Silver try to, like, hide behind the piano, but uh, <laughs> but before I could do that, yeah, the, the ghost, presumably. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Um, the Jalister looks over and goes, oh, fuck. You son of a... And then he's, he kind of storms over to you just a little bit. Silver, come here. Yes, Mr. Silvermane, I'm right here, and I'm clearly very alive. Why did you think I was dead? Silver... When I gave you the mission to protect the dung sweepers, did you do that? Oh, shit. I talked to the dung sweepers guild master and did you made did you do that? did i did I r- repeat the question? What? Did you protect them? Squirm believes is the context. Silver, there is there is a reason people ask the protection of the Lord's Alliance. It is because they fear for their lives. I protected the dung sweepers around Troll Skull Alley. That is that is not uh, no, that is not at all what you were supposed to do. I figured they're just dung sweepers. What does it matter? It was more convenient for me, and the dung sweepers guildmaster was more than happy to accommodate my request. Some sort of monster crawled out of the sewers and took two of them 
inside, and I assumed, because you were protecting them, that it killed you as well. Oh. Oh. <sighs> oh, thank God I wasn't there, eh? I could be dead right now. Lathandra <laughs> is literally physically ill and leaning against the bar. <laughs> I, I feel like... Dirty look. From from the direction that Silver's seeing, he's probably seeing Squirm, who I feel like has also custom installed a shelf underneath the bar so that he can tend bar and actually see over it. Yeah. But Silver's going to see Squirm's face, and for the first time, there's none of the joking mockery or, like, kind of making fun of him or getting... There's absolute disgust. What? Jalister, his face is just red, and he... I, I can't stand this. And he turns to Lysandra. Is it true that his oath day is a week away? Lysandra will open her mouth and shut it several times before just nodding. Can you make him maybe think long and hard about his choice of his future? I don't know if he has what it takes to be a paladin. And he'll just start walking away. Squirm's going to toss a bottle over the bar at Jalister. He'll catch it and immediately take the cork out with his teeth and start drinking as he exits the bar. Squirm understands. Silver's standing there with his mouth hanging open. He's not smiling. He's trying to process everything. Like, this is all very sudden news for him. And, but he heard Jalister say that he's not sure I, Silver has, a, has what it takes to be a paladin. That's, that's what he said, yeah. Uh, and Finnegan comes up and, Mr. Naran, I'm a simple dwarf. I don't know much, but that was pretty bad. Well, good night. I'll see you all tomorrow. Good night, Mr. Root. Uh, uh, what, what, now, uh, can you... Lysandra, what... First of all, Jalister is a dick, and who is he to, to say that I don't have what it takes to be a, a paladin? Uh, Finnegan, Finnegan, did you hear what he just said? This is... This, this is nonsense. This is unacceptable. Right? I'm sure that you can explain all of that to the families of the Dung Sleepers Guild that uh, died because you weren't there or were taken. Do you really think, really think, that leaving your duties and allowing innocent people to be taken because you were you couldn't be bothered is something a paladin, a agent of the gods would do. Even evil gods don't enjoy lazy, inefficient, awful people as their servants. Why would any god trust in you to carry out anything? And she'll sort of look at him. Yeah, Silver will uh, close his mouth and kind of uh, end up staring at the floor not directly down but just kind of like 10 feet in front of him 
he's starting to kind of like fidget. Like he he doesn't know he doesn't know what to say. He's he's visibly uncomfortable and uh but definitely feeling admonished. At this the the door again. Uh, and Randall comes in sopping wet. Ah, oh, yes. Oh, you, you rang, Master Naran. It took me a while to get away from my duties today. Oh, oh I'm so sore. <laughs> you know how that is. And he looks to Lysandra and sees kind of a very sort of somber mood in the area. Oh, something wrong. Silver will just look at Randall and then walk out. He's going to walk away. He's going to walk upstairs to his room. As he's walking up, Lysandra is going to call after him in a very tight voice. I don't see what you're upset about. They were only Dung's keepers. Is Silver with a knee following me? He is, yeah. Okay. So you've had a few days to kind of let that simmer. Um, Silver, you're probably... Well, I mean, you can kind of describe it, but I would guess maybe you're a little more quiet. You have kind of a lot of thinking to do. And it's not long before it's coming up on your oath day. Uh, You are... Lysandra's kind of told you some of the specifics of it. uh, And again, and you've not necessarily mentioned this this incident a lot you've just all of you know that you're kind of thinking it over i will Um, say to lathandra in particular would have taken to only talking to silver about um sort of things in a very official capacity she probably wouldn't actually even look at him uh if she uh, wasn't being a teacher and only a teacher at this point right so you, you told him he needs to be at um, the Temple of the Vigilant Eyes um, at uh, early nine o'clock uh, call for his, his walk and his oath. Um, and everyone sort of was planning to go, um, but it's up to you if you guys want to still go to that. Silver is still expected to. Um, Lysandra, you've, you in a very efficient manner would have also said like, Look, this is costing a lot of money for your family as well. Um, mm-hmm. So it's something you're going to need to show up to. Well, yeah. and Lysandra would also accompany Silver um, insofar yeah. as she is still, still, she still has a job in an official capacity. So, yes, but uh, she would definitely impart the importance to Silver. Okay. Silver needs to be at the Temple of the Vigilant Eye. When? At nine. In the morning? Yes. <laughs> I can't believe I have to wake up that early. Um, so your oath day um, does come around. Uh, you open your eyes early, very early in the morning. Uh, even a bit nervous about the day ahead. And you're hungry, uh, and you ring your silent bell. Uh, and hopefully that'll get Randall here pretty soon to make you some breakfast. And you know what? You head back to sleep for a bit. Once you are 
Once you fully wake again, the sun is coming in the window. It's maybe 7.38, maybe in the morning. As you crawl out of bed, hoping Randall has already started some bacon downstairs for you, you actually think you hear some shouting from outside on the street. Maybe even your name. Who else would get up this early um, on Silver's Oath Day? Amelia has kind of reverted to being nocturnal, so she's probably up because she hasn't gone to bed yet. Not because it's Silver's Oath Day, but Squirm is certainly awake. Okay. Where is where is Squirm? How close are we to opening? Uh, you got a bright couple more days. So probably puttering around there. I also probably, okay. if we've had a few more days go by, I probably would have tried to make another animal handling check. Oh, excellent. Yeah, definitely. Ten. Uh, the dire badger, Chompers, has stopped biting other people. Um, but he's not potty trained or anything yet, so you don't want to let him out in the tavern yet, but uh, everything else. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just and, slowly expanding his range. Yeah. If some days have passed, have I also, like, made progress communing with the ghost, making friends with it? You have, actually. You, all of you start to get the sense that the the ghost kind of is excited about you opening up the tavern. Um, and you've even caught him cleaning glasses a few times. I was going to say, Squirm will have started to develop the habit of leaving, like, just like a couple of fingers of alcohol in a glass yeah. on the end of the bar. Like right. when he goes up at the at night. Excellent. Uh, and are you, I'm sorry, Amelia, are you awake in that early in the morning? Yeah, I've, I'm mostly, I'm still awake. I've started okay. sleeping more during the day and staying up at night. So I'm up. All right. So I'm like, am I like feeding you late dinner for you? Yeah. <laughs> That's what Squirm yeah. is doing then. I'm probably down here cooking, yeah. like feeding her. Lissandre. You're getting up this early, too, because you're going to escort him. Uh, yes. As, um, yeah. All right. So everyone's kind of awake. And Silver, um, you you did hear some sort of shouting maybe outside. Um, Silver, as, as you step toward the southern window and open the curtains fully, you're, you're just blinded almost by the, the sun and it feels good on your skin and you're taking a deep breath and some of the some of the shame that you've been feeling the last few days is letting up slowly. The street outside is as busy as usual for morning trading. And then you see several things that happened at once. As you blink the sleep from your eyes, you see Randall coming up to the tavern's front door. He sees you in the window, gives you a, a bit of a wave. You hear that voice again from further in the crowd somewhere. Only this time it's shouting Lysandra, you think. You see someone running. You see someone short, a dwarf, maybe. Uh, you see someone running after him, maybe. And then you see a single, quiet line of red and orange. Please make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, man. Okay. 
17. All right. Please take half of this damage. As that line of red and orange explodes in front of your window, it shatters the glass. You are thrown back against the wall, Silver. You take just a little bit of, of, of damage as the glass cuts by your face. Everyone hears a gigantic explosion just outside your doors. You hear screams. Everything is muffled and, and, and quiet because of the sound. It was so intense. It, it rang your hearing away from you for a moment, and the all the windows on that side of the building shatter. Everything else vibrates. And you just hear anguished screams flying from the cold morning air and a thick cloud of acrid smoke billowing upward from the blast. What is it that you would all like to do? Is Silver conscious? Yes. Um. So we heard an explosion from both outside and like noise from upstairs. Uh, right? A bit. I mean, yeah, you you hear you heard glass shattering. You heard uh, maybe people fall like over or something a little bit. But yeah, that's muffled by the incredible explosion outside. So at this uh, squirm has basically vaulted the bar. Lissandra. Check sparkles. Rive with me. Ghost, pour a drink. All right. Uh, Is Silver already in his armor? No, Silver, you're not. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm following squirms. You see bodies. Uh, You see areas on fire uh, kind of around you. This was an immediate and, and gigantic explosion that harmed a lot of people. Most most everyone who's screaming around you is running from this area, and you're running sort of straight into it. Do I generally see anyone I recognize, and do I... Can I tell if people are alive or dead? Like, or injured or dead? Uh, yeah. Um, make a perception check at this point. 20, not net. Excellent. You you see seven or eight people just dead in the street ahead of you. Uh, some of their bodies still smoking. Uh, you see several people nursing wounds uh, and running away from the area of the explosion. Um, you don't think that uh, Trollskull Manor is on fire at all, but certainly some, some kind of trees around you are uh, ablaze. And I'm seeing two specific figures here, which I'm assuming are relevant. So do I see anyone that I'd recognize? Yeah. Uh, you do. Silver, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, that'll be important in a second, yeah. I figured, yeah. yeah. Silver would have gotten up and... It takes how long to put on armor? Your your heavy armor, like ten to fifteen to twenty minutes. Yeah, yes. especially yeah. alone. Silver yeah, is yeah. running down immediately with his sword. 
Okay. Yeah. Come out into the street, I guess. So he'll right. run into Lysandra on the stairs. Uh, oh, good. You're all right. And he's shirtless, and he's just in his like sleeping pajama pants. All right. But he's he's ready um, to to investigate what's going on and take care of business. Yeah. Give me a perception check, Silver. Nine. Silver, you're kind of looking around, and you, you're it's just the smoke uh, from the area. You, you don't get a sense of much of anything. You see bodies on the ground. You see burn marks uh, covering just this entire area against the building. Um, you turn to kind of look back at the, the door back here. And Silver, you see Randall laying on the steps of the of the building. Oh, I'll go over to Randall, I guess, and check on him. Uh, give me a medicine check. Four. All right. Um, you see him kind of open his eyes, maybe just a little bit. And there's like a slight bit of recognition as he sort of smiles a little bit. Um, but he's not talking and now he's not moving and silver, your there, your hands have blood on them now. Uh, Do I see silver going over there? Yeah, I'm gonna follow him. I was gonna say, Squirm is probably also calling for Rive to do doctor things. I can okay. fix him, maybe. And yes, I'm gonna yes. use my healer's kit on him to yes, try Randall. to stabilize him. Okay. Wake up, Amelia's going to help you, Randall. You can't die. Mother wouldn't forgive me. Um, Amelia, you apply the kit uh, as you should. Um, he's not moving. Uh, you Do I feel like it work? worked? Okay, medicine check. I'm probably checking to see if there's anyone alive over here for further helping. I rolled a five. What the fuck? Uh, you can't tell. Um, yeah, hopefully that he's just unconscious and that um, helped him. Um, but you're Amelia, you're just your your mind is immediately rushing toward all of these people that are potential patients for you. Um he, you don't see anyone alive uh in this general vicinity here. Um there are a few people that have scurried away um that that might need uh some attention. Um but right now you just see smoke and fire and carnage. Um, as I'm as I'm like kneeling next to Randall, I'm gonna look up yeah. and around, and I'm gonna like, can Silver see any like like because as he was looking out the window, he saw like a did you say a dwarf or a short figure like in the crowd, yeah. emerge from the crowd or something? Uh, like he's trying to look for anybody who could be those people that he saw in the window right before the explosion. Okay, uh, this person right here is a dwarf. Uh, and this person right here looked to be the person following him. Silver's going to go over to this dwarf and uh, and question him. Hey, hey, you! Uh, he's he's that's dead. A dead body. He is dead, dead. Oh, oh, the oh, yeah. So even the tokens are dead people. Dead, dead, dead. All right, right then here. I, re- I retract my hey you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> laying next to him is a um, 
like, yeah, something that looks like it kind of spilled out of his pocket somehow is a, a, a nice um, pipe. Yeah, Silver would uh, investigate both of these bodies and presumably come across the pipe. And that, yeah. that reminds him of the dwarf at the theater, right? Yeah. There was a dwarf with a pipe at the theater. Presumably that Jalister was chasing. Jalister, I'm sorry, uh, Rainer. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, what? Jalister? So is that the only thing Silver dis- discovers on these two bodies? Uh, give me an investigation check for the other one. Squirm is probably trying to determine who needs help most and is most helpable by Rise. Yeah, I would be okay. doing that as well. I'd be looking for anybody I could stabilize. All right. So you kind of head this way. and 10 investigation. Uh, you see this person has a tattoo on his arm of the snake. Uh, and you, you see he's got a couple silver on him. The dwarf does or the other body? The, the other guy, yeah. The other guy has the tattoo of a snake? Yeah. And based on what silver saw from the window, you said he saw like a, like a streak of gold or yeah, something? Yeah, give, like give me an intelligence check to try to remember exactly what you saw there. You, you, your mind is racing. You look back to Randall, who's still not moving. You, you can't think of anything at this point. Yeah, that was a, a fucking two. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll just take the, I'll like kind of absentmindedly take the pipe. I don't know why, but, okay. and then, at, at, and at this point, Finnegan is kind of running down the street. Uh, Ms. J. Grin, what? What's happened here? Uh, Lathandra is kind of uh, just, I wouldn't say in shock, but sort of. She's kind of just um, standing there, kind of taking this all in. Um, and she uh, sort of starts almost as if like um, she she was so lost and thought about what was going on. I, I the bomb, some sort of, I don't know. Gra- get the gods. You no, know, they've already been called. They're on their way. The city watch is coming. Can I see him from here? Yes. I'm going to sort of shout, Finnegan, bad things happened. Help the people that we can still help. Well, uh, okay, that's right. Um, and he's kind of going over checking bodies that are clearly dead. The ones uh, we can help are more <laughs> this way. Oh, sorry about that. I, I don't. And he's trying to step over the areas. And yeah, oh, the, the ground itself is still smoking from whatever this was. And. Um, Amelia, yeah, you come across uh, a couple people that are, that are um, hurt and uh, they have some slight bruising and, and, and burns, but if they don't look urgent, the, yeah, it was mostly just the blast. Everyone who is okay. like in the blast is gone. Every, okay, everyone so kind of outside of it is about as hurt as silver is. So there's no one like urgent for me to Not really, heal. Yeah. Then I'll start bandaging up the non-urgent people. Yeah, Silver's in a daze. He is completely at a loss. Yeah. He'll go back over to to Randall and try to wake him up again. Uh, okay. Now that I'm yeah. this close to the dwarf, would I recognize the dwarf as the one that we saw as well? Uh, his his face is pretty burnt, um, but you definitely recognize the pipe. 
the one that Silver looted off the corpse. Silver picked up. Yeah. I didn't loot it. I'm just <laughs> holding it. Absent-mindedly picked it up. I get you. He's absent-mindedly yeah. loot corpses. I get it. Um, yeah. So, okay. So, you do know the City Watch is about to come. Is there anything anyone wants to try to get out of this area before they get here? Um, Real quick, this is kind of what you can tell from the dead. Just like everyone just kind of looking it over haphazardly. Um, there was an elderly female human, uh, two cloaked male humans, two female humans, uh, one male half-elf dressed in plain clothes, one male gnome, I'm sorry, one male uh, dwarf, uh, two female halflings um, with, uh, with kind of a flute and fiddle uh, next to them. Um... Does this blast look like it was um, targeting something, or did it just go off in the middle of the street? Um, yeah, it's 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 hard to tell. It looks like it just kind of went off in the middle of the street to you. You didn't actually kind of see the explosion. You just sort of heard the aftermath. But like, there's not one building that's more or less damaged. It's uh, no, it's 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 it. If it, yeah, so everything that looks like it was kind of hit, uh, it, this is kind of the middle point of all of the stuff, ish. Around here, around Squirm, to you. Oh, I, uh, I think only Silver checked the dwarf here. Uh, and did I did I hear the voice calling? You did, just barely, probably, for Silver and then Lissandra. And did I recognize the voice, or would I have put, like, a race to the voice? Um, yeah, give me a, give me an intelligence check for that. Eh. 19. 19. You would guess maybe Dwarf, yeah. Um. This low, kind of baritone voice that was yelling. Uh, then I'll probably check this dwarf to see if they had anything. Okay, give me an investigation check on that. 17? A 17. Um, uh, you, you, you see three things. And very quickly, because now you start to see um, the, the guard uh, coming down the street. Um, you see he's got a pouch like kind of in his uh, main pocket um, filled with coin. Um, he has uh, in one of his other pockets he has like tobacco um, shavings. So you think the pipe came from that pocket, but it was like on the other side of him, which is weird. And you see, you, you kind of get a sense of his boots are, are smoking a bit and they're they're leaving kind of a foul odor like um like he had been uh in human waste recently his boots or not just human but person waste so if you want you feel you could um take the coin but the guards are certainly coming down the and i and it's just tobacco shavings like it's just like right. a little bits of it it's it's more the fact that it was in the wrong pocket for the side kind of yeah yeah which is a little weird to you 
Um, so it didn't, it, it wasn't that there was anything like with the tobacco that I could or should take. Not necessarily. No. Yeah. So first so trying it, to wake up Randall. He is not waking up. Uh, several, a guard member kind of rushes over to you and Randall. Um, you, uh, you see someone immediately taking charge, uh, and he says, I'm Sergeant Grumley. Uh, everyone stay calm. Um, but we're taking over the investigation. Please, everyone stand away from these bodies. Oh, go, go back in your homes. We'll question each of you, uh, as we need to. Can somebody help my stepfather, please? Uh, there's a man in robes. Uh, he says, oh, sir, I am Barnabas Blastwind. Do you mind if I take a look at him for a moment? Yes, please do. Yes, yes, yes. Hold on. Uh, and he's feeling his pulse and he's seeing the blood underneath now pooling kind of underneath him. And he looks up at you, Silver. And even though Randall has a med kit use on him, it appears he passed before that. And he shakes his head. No, at you. Silver doesn't understand. Like he, he's just looking at this at this person and just shaking his head and he'll look back down at Randall and he'll, he'll kneel down and he'll... Yes, sir, please. Uh, let us take it from here, I promise. He will be treated with respect if you knew him. Uh, you can count on us. Go back into your homes. It is safer there. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Silver's gonna pull out the silent bell and, and ring it. Lysandra is going to sort of take him by the shoulders and say, Silver, just come inside with me. It, it's okay. I'm, come inside. I'm ringing the bell. Randall, Silver, Randall. Silver, when you ring the bell, it actually rings. It's not silent anymore. Oh. That'll stop Silver short. And that will, yeah, a, a, a somberness will descend on him when he hears the bell. And he'll just be staring at Randall, I guess, as as uh, Lysandra drags him away into the manor. Squirm is going to use a uh, is going to make sort of a quick whistle, uh, which he sometimes uses during um, participant recruitment trips, indicating to Rive to sort of get to him. So Amelia will head that way then. Okay, head back. Um, Amelia, they shout at you, get back back to your home! I was helping people. We're here to help now, get in your home, it's safe. Is it? Uh, Amelia, overhead, you see two um, griffin cavalry are now circling kind of the smoke in the area. Okay, like they're part of the city watch? Yes, yeah, you would notice them as that. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'll head inside. All right. Lysandra will usher Silver into the house, um, or the tavern. Um, She will sort of plop him down on a chair. Um, She's going to... Are there any trees or any, like, gutters where Nixa could hide out and see and hear, like, some of what the guards are saying? Uh, yes. Yeah. Give me a uh, perception check for Nixa. All right. Or, or if you want to so look through I, her. I am, I am looking through her eyes. Okay. So I'll sort of sit in the corner. So and you look give me your perception this. check. And I will say, uh, Lysandra will do this until 
um, uh, like sort of until somebody uh, shakes her hard enough to get her out of it. So, okay. All right. And did you get my uh, sneaky message there too? Uh, let's see. Did I? I really thought Teej was going to just start reading it out loud. <laughs> that wouldn't be the first time I've done that. All right. Okay. Let's see. To be fair, wouldn't be the first time if Andy accidentally sent it to all of us. That's true. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Out, from outside, and I guess you might see that as you're looking through, you'll see Squirm sort of, before going in, close Randall's eyes and sort of fold his hands over him. And I don't think any of you have actually seen him essentially conduct himself like someone who was trained in a monastery. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll see him very clearly offering respects of some kind and then step inside. Okay. So, um, Lysandra will be, uh, sort of looking through Nyx's eyes, like just starting to like listen when, um, she hears, uh, one of the guards say, by the gods, this is terrible. And immediately sort of snaps out of it. And she's like, Silva, Silva. And she'll what? call over. Your oath. We need to go. We need to go now. My my oath. There's what? a situation. No, you don't understand. He needs to go now. This is important. I imagine his stepfather dying and the bomb that went off outside our house is important too. Uh, should I? Should I get dressed? Yes, yes, yes. Here, I'll help you. She'll sort of drag him up the stairs. You, you probably don't have time to, like, clean up uh, and get your armor on, but you could change clothes. That'd be about it. Yeah, I'm not going to clean up. Um, okay. I'll just to kind of put on clothes. But yeah, like, I'm complete. Silver's completely out of it. Like, he's in shock. Yeah. Um, Scorm's going to sort of turn to Finnegan. <sighs> Looks like we're going to need drinks for the road. Are, are you going with him, sir, to, to his oath? Look. He fucked up. Bad. But for the first time since Squirm has known him, it looked like he wanted something that wasn't for him. Aye, sir. Uh, I'll be sure to get the, the report. Uh, from what they say out there. Go, go. I'll, I'll take care of everything here. Uh, so Silver and Lissandra, you come back down then fairly quickly. And um, Do you head toward the temple? Yeah, so uh, Lissandra's probably half pulling uh, Silver if he's still kind of in shock. Just like, we need to go now, now, now. And Amelia, are you going too? Yeah, I suppose. Okay. Also, as this is happening with sort of uncharacteristic quiet, yeah, um, Squirm is basically going to just be helping Silver get dressed, since he can literally like crawl over him and like adjust the collar, yeah, like comb his hair, yeah. <laughs> um, Silver, Silver with an E is like uh, rubbing up against your leg as you're trying to get dressed and. Uh, you quickly make it all, then all of you make it back downstairs, out the door, um, and a couple guards are kind of yelling at you, but you very quickly just move past them. 
Um, is Nixa sticking around? Uh, actually, so Lysandra, yes, but not because of any plan Lysandra had. She's completely forgotten about Nixa. So Nixa's just gotcha. going to hang out there for a while. All right. You make your way very quickly, as quick as you can, over to uh, the Temple of the Vigilant Eyes um, on the sort of cliff near the Cliff Watch um, structures here. Um, and you're just, again, Silver, you haven't spoken a word this entire time. You're in a, a daze. You, you, your mind is trying to focus on what's ahead of you, but you're having a, a very, very difficult time with it. From his shoulder, Squirm is occasionally popping pieces of cheese into Silver's mouth. And if necessary, like moving his mouth so he chews. Right. Lysandra is reviewing um, all the uh, sort of the technicalities and procedural stuff, but she's just repeating it over and over to herself, um, like okay. not looking yeah. as silver at silver at all. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you run up to the temple, uh, all of you. Um, and Lysandra, you would know that uh, essentially all of you can go into the temple, but you could, you need to stay in the back of it as much as you can. And that he moves up the aisle to the front. Um. And you see a couple, like, people are, like, watching because you are about five to ten minutes late here with this. Um. So Lysandra will sort of uh, be sort of panting at this point, and she's like, all right, Silva, you're going to do fine. Just just walk down and remember what you've studied. You can do this. And then she'll sort of nudge him in the direction and sort of sit down and try and catch her breath. Excellent. The temple is filled with squires, knights, retired paladins, clerics, several city folk that are just all awaiting silver in this small but gleaming in, with white and blue hall here. An altar is at the front of this temple. It's cherry wood with golden inlay, whites and blues painted beautifully in, in, in in curving swirls. Silver, as you enter, uh, you even see a small retinue of the high watch guards in a figure sitting in the back on a tall yet simply made chair. It is Lariel Silverhand, the open lord of Waterdeep. And as you enter, she rises as you go down the aisle. And before her, with his hands folded behind him, stands Jalister. And he nods as he meets your gaze. You scan the room for the person you'd most like to see at this very moment. Um, but she's not here. The cleric of the temple, old Father Poyle, lumbers next to you rests his hand on your shoulder as all of these people are sitting in the back of this temple and he speaks softly in your ear. Few have been smiled on in such a manner as you. Your mentor had spoken you into a position here today and while many are here to see you, your oath and your chosen god are yours to declare, and yours alone. 
speak it softly in front of the vigilant eyes. Let it leave your lips. Bypass all of our ears and be set in the stars themselves. Go, my boy. And then he taps you on the back and moves to the back of the room with everyone else. What would you like to do? So Silver is standing in the front of this hall at the altar. Mm -hmm. And he's instructed me to say what oath I'm going to take. Mm -hmm. Quietly to yourself at the altar. Uh, <laughs> damn it. I, I, oh my God, I think I might be doing the wrong thing here. <laughs> whatever, whatever silver, comes to silver at the moment. I, I don't even... <laughs> I don't even mean that. Yeah, yeah. Silver's gonna stay facing out. Okay. And he's going to say loudly for everybody to hear. Or, well, not loudly, but out loud. Yeah. Um, there's something wrong. In the city of Waterdeep. There's just an explosion in Trollskull Alley. Don't know if any of you heard it. It's part of this ongoing warfare in the streets. My stepfather, Lord Randall, was killed. He was... He was the only father I ever had. And I think I always hated him for that. But my mother loved him. And I'm looking around again and she's not here. She's not here. Something has to be done. I know that I I haven't been the person to do it. I know that I've shirked my responsibilities for a long time now. I'm sorry to everyone. I'll look to Jalister and make eye contact with him. Yeah, he gives you kind of a knowing nod. That stops here. And I'll turn around and face the altar and quietly to myself. Okay. Take an oath. Do you want me to say what it is? Yes. Silver will quietly take 
the the last oath that he would have expected <laughs> that I would have expected him to end up taking. Um, the oath of vengeance. Okay. You turn around. Um, it is complete, and everyone just raises, stands silently. Uh, no one claps. No one sort of cheers. Um, they begin to disperse kind of in front of you. And you can't help but feel, Silver, as you walk down the aisle, people are sort of quickly leaving your area to not say anything necessarily. Um, no one knows what to say about this. And the rest of you, when he comes back to the back of the room, he has a look in his eyes that is older. As if you you just watched five, ten years grow on his face since you watched him walk down the aisle. There is something serious kind of about him. From the floor, Squirm is going to offer up a hand for a handshake. Yeah, Silver will stick out his hand. You still have some blood on your hand and you are, are conscious now that you're bleeding in several areas on your face still. Squirm's going to kind of shake it and pull almost on you, just enough that you're looking into Squirm's eyes. Squirm's master told Squirm that good and evil weren't difficult concepts, but it didn't make it easier to be a person that did the right thing. You look like a person that will do the right thing, Silver. Silver will nod and, uh, yeah, tears will actually also form in his eyes. Not just from what Squirm just said, but from everything that's now just kind of settling into, into him the day so far. Lathandra will uh, put a hand on his shoulder and sort of uh, uh, make direct eye contact with him and say, it's nice to finally meet the real you, Silver of the House Noran. And she'll just sort of smile at him. 